everyone. Welcome to our latest Trends Talk. I'm Connor Lokar, uh, and today we're taking on the climate quandary. Uh, I would say these days, almost every time, uh, I get asked about climate change after my keynotes, and it's quite often framed as the, does ITR consider climate change in your outlooks? And the short answer is yes, but uh, it's worthy of a longer discussion uh, as far as how aggressively taking on climate change, you know, what does that mean? And again, the short answer is inflation, but more on that in a moment. Now, before I, I really dive in, it is worth noting that things are getting better. The world is not falling apart. It is not burning, as we're often led to believe. Uh, the most recent report actually out this morning, my inspiration for today's talk, uh, just came out from the International Energy Agency, uh, the IEA, a, a Paris-based organization, showed that global CO2 emissions actually stopped growing in 2019. Now, this owes to a combination of increasing renewable energy resources, expanding nuclear power output, uh, particularly in Japan and China in the last year, uh, as well as really global, particularly though in the U.S., conversions away from coal towards natural gas. Now, uh, in fact, CO2 emissions are outright declining in the most advanced economies in the world. We have seen that both in the U.S. and Europe leading on this front with generally declining CO2 emissions during the last decade. Uh, and the U.S. led the way again in 2019 with the most emission cuts on a per-country basis down now one full gigaton in terms of annual CO2 emissions from our peak year in the United States at the turn of the century in 2000. And again, this is largely due to reducing coal power generation in favor of natural gas, which is so abundant here in the U.S. Uh, due to fracking. In fact, net coal electricity generation is actually now down more than 50% from the peak back in April 2008. Now, I belabored that point, I emphasized all that, because all of this has happened despite all of the political noise and the narratives that are surrounding us. Again, we're constantly told that we have X years to address climate change or we're doomed, five years, 10 years, whatever it is. Uh, at ITR, we think the, the government's fiscal situation will turn catastrophic much before environmental issues bring us to the brink. And we've talked about our 20 out, 30 outlook many times. You can, in a few clicks probably, you can get to multiple recordings or blogs on that. Uh, but you know, many what I'll call environmentally, environmentally active folks around the U.S. have been downright despondent in recent years as the Trump administration has pulled out of the Paris Agreement. We've had less accommodative policy towards renewable energy. And, and back in 2017, uh, in a particular speech, President Trump touted the, the U.S. as, and I quote, 250 plus years uh, worth of clean, beautiful coal. That's right, clean, beautiful coal. I'm not really sure what that means, but, and even with that proclamation, coal is dying. Convergence to natural gas are happening at a ridiculous pace. U.S. renewable energy electricity generation is at a record high and up nearly 20% from the start of 2017. People, I'm here to tell you that we are making progress. But again, for some, we are not moving quickly enough. Getting rid of coal is a start, but natural gas is still, you know, quote, one of those dreaded fossil fuels and more must be done. Well, the unfortunate reality is that going green in an aggressive nature, like a Green New Deal or whatever else, will be very inflationary. It will have severe implications on costs from heating and cooling homes, uh, fueling up your cars, diesel fuel costs for transportation of your goods that you just ordered from Amazon or in tractors for farmers across America that are used to bring food to your table. Some of you listening, I'm very sure you are willing to make that trade, thinking I will pay more for the things that I need to do uh, in my life to do my part. And that's great. I applaud you for it. But what about the poorest amongst us? If your electric bill went up 50% for the year, you might be irritated. But if someone living paycheck to paycheck has their costs go up 50% for electricity or gasoline or natural gas to heat their homes, that, those are budget busters. That's savings that can't be socked away. That is perhaps a, a vacation that that family can't scrape together for their kids. 
The reality is, is the, the poorest Americans among, among us have those items, as far as fuel or, or food, take up a much higher percentage of their annual expenses than the wealthiest of Americans. Not to mention the implication, of course, of skyrocketing energy costs would have to U.S. manufacturers who rely on cheap fuels to compete on a global scale against countries with much more lax environmental regulations and lower labor costs than we have here in the United States. So when we see policy proposals, again, we are in the heat of the primary cycle here from various uh Democratic challengers we see calling for the banning of offshore drilling, banning of fracking on public lands, carbon taxes, or just an undefined mandatory phase-out of all fossil fuels, just to name a few. Just know that those have costs. Moving in that direction in an aggressive way will tangibly move the inflation needle, which could have an impact on our thinking and forecast at ITR, depending on how it plays out. As always, there will be winners in that, in that move as well if we do move in that direction, but there will be losers, I can assure you of that. Now, we'll wait for a more pointed analysis on, until some of these proposals turn to hard policy whenever that may happen. Uh, and and I, I close in telling you, I'm telling you all this. For those of you that haven't seen my picture, I am a millennial, a conflicted one at that. I'm an outdoorsman. I live outside. Hiking, skiing, hunting, fishing, my passions, as well as my future and my children's future, depends on this planet, on its landscapes, its rivers, its lakes, its oceans still being there for us in the future. But I'm also a free market capitalist. I know that in order to live the lives that we need and we are used to, we need reliable energy. We need raw materials. And at ITR, we know that government intervention of all kinds, under all guises, even with the best intentions, is often accompanied by all sorts of unintended, unintended costs and consequences. And that right there is why the climate question is one of the hardest to answer. Thanks for checking in. I'm Connor Lokar. <laughs>